Hey, uh, this is uh, Crazy Love, Volume 2. I'm Gene Parmesan. And I'm Blassie. So, Blassie, you know, we, we spoke about what you did. And, you know, you had a long day. You uh, weighed yourself. We talked about, you know, eating disorders and pickup artists and incels and, and Elliot Roger. And you know, maybe how maybe we should ban the white man, Asian woman pairing. So I, I guess... I never said that. I don't think that that should be banned, but you're entitled to it. Restricted or maybe a certain number per year? I, Elliot Roger was an outlier. He was, he just happened to be born with the brain that makes you an incel. And you could be good looking and still have this. You could be bad looking. It's really about rejection and early experiences, I think, in your life that kind of shape you. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you, I guess ban, it also would be tough with that constitutionally to sort of ban. Right, we've White already man. made a lot of progress. And honestly, could you even really stop? Could you? Did you stop? I mean, with San Francisco alone, like, could you stop white men from partnering with with Asian women? It would be, I mean, not not with the threat of jail time, even probably. I think if there's anything that we can learn from looking back into history, is that there is nothing that can stop love from. That is history. true. Has there ever been anything? Of, we have Romeo and Juliet. We have, you know, Romeo well, and Juliet. <laughs> How familiar are you with Harry Potter? Because love is actually a very the, the power of love. Is, you know Harry Potter? I I was born in after and I was born twenty two. So you, you like were you like, 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 like it's not my thing. Well, you were not born twenty. Were you born twenty two days before that? Oh yeah, I guess yeah. so. August twentieth. You kind of caused it in a way, probably. I would have stopped it if I were there, but. Well, I mean, you were alive. You, you, did, you did. You were tw- you, you were twenty days old, and you did. You were twenty days old or twenty two days old. Twenty two days did. old. You did nothing. You did. You did absolutely nothing. I mean, that's just because like my language skills weren't developed enough, and like my I mean, fine motor functions. But better believe they would not have tried that if I was, you know, a couple years older. I mean, but, Bin Laden. I mean, Muhammad Atta just flew that plane right into nine eleven. You were what at, at Stroger Hospital, you know, maybe. Um, <laughs> Whoa, that's really specific. How do you know about Stroger? Oh, well, I guess that makes sense that you would know about that, right? Wait, what, what do you mean? Why would, I, why would it make sense <laughs> that I would know about like a specific Chicago hospital? Um, a specific Chicago hospital where every every gunshot wound goes to. Well, that's not true. They also, well, like a, yeah. I mean, well, no, they go let, to, let, let's unpack this. Like, why do you think I would know about a specific why Chicago? Why do I think you would know about Cook County Hospital? I'm sorry, Gene. Like, you know, let's cut the crap. Like, you, you're you're a black man. And like, that's where. So, so I just, so every major city trauma unit, I just know because I'm black. The main. Do you know the one for New York? No, no. I want to say, oh, Bellevue. Huh. Interesting. Well, I can't remember the one for LA. I'm trying, it's one where Biggie died. What is it called? What the, the, I think Mount Sinai is also a place oh, a lot Cedar, of- Cedar Sinai. Yeah. Mount Sinai yeah. in Chicago and uh, Stroger. Well, I'm not sure if, they, but they, yeah, they, that, that that's kind of a, a rough hospital. Northwestern Hospital is a nice hospital. Right. But I think the, I think, yeah, those kind well, of have a reputation for yes, rougher, it's funny. areas. Cedar Sinai, that's a Jewish name, like Mount Sinai. And obviously, you know, on this podcast that you, you love, you're a friend of the Jews. I am too. Well, you're a, you're a lover of the Jews. More than I, I love, I love the Jewish people. I love my Jewish friends and I love, I love, you know, even Orthodox people. I, I actually really like Orthodox oh, the, people because their kids are so well behaved. The big yeah, hats. Like, you know, the, the big the, hats. The payas. Is that what it's called? The payas? Uh, uh, the little has, girls? I, I love, I love all those. I love Hasidic Jews. I love the Orthodox. I love yeah, the one Nothing but love. Hats. But as far as men go. I've said it well, once, I've said it twice, I'll say it again. I'm in my wasp era, okay? So don't bother me. Okay, well, that's good. I once, well, you know, a, a girl who I was trying, trying to talk to, I had to convince her that, because she likes Jews, Jewish people. 
And I was like, oh, I, I also, I mean, which is true. I'm, you know, you know, my top three, Ezra Koenig, Paul Simon, Drake, my favorite artist, all Jewish. I like Lana Del Rey. She's not Jewish, but, you know. But the reason I know about Struggler is because I listen to a lot of Chicago Drew. I don't know if you know Fredo Santana. Like, me and Fredo used to be really cool. Really? Um, yeah. And I met, I met Chief Keefe and stuff. But yeah, me and Fredo were actually, like, me and Fredo were actually, like, because you have, like, Hollywood relationships and you have, like, like, you have, like, Hollywood friends. And then you have, like, like friends in Hollywood who are your actual friends. And I was like, me and Fredo were actually really cool. But I, know I don't about have Stoke, any Fredo like, Santana songs. Yeah, I mean, I he, have... was, he was never as big as, like, Chief Keefe, obviously. And obviously, he passed away, sadly. He was addicted to, to lean. And, you know, lean is basically liquid heroin. He died. Um, <laughs> sad, sadly. But I love Fredo. I love, I love Fredo. R.I.P. Fredo. But the reason I know about Stoke is that I'm a big fan of Chicago drill music. And that's a hospital where a lot of people go to when they get shot. Because in yeah. Chicago, they, they kill, you know, you, you live in O-Block or near O-Block. I'm, I'm in O-Block currently. Um, I have In-N-Out by Ludfo, who is, it passed away. It wasn't up and no, coming. No, Ludfo didn't pass away. Th- it, did he? Oh, is. Oh, I misread yeah, him. Yeah, look at you. Th- I you think, said was. And, um, you know. Look, the past few years, a lot of rappers have died. But, oh, did you know King Von? I did not. I did not. Thank goodness. Cause I, I, it took me a while. To re- like, I remember I used to hang out with Fredo on them. Actually, it was actually kind of a funny Fredo story. I had this, you know, working in Hollywood. I met all these people who I was like really big fans of, like Drake, where I got to know them. I like party next door, Drake. And I remember I had a friend of mine from college who like, these are all the artists that we listened to in college, right? Like soundtracks to our college experience where it was Chief Keef, Drake, party next door. And like now, like I was kind of, you know, socially cool with a lot of them. And I remember I would, you know, a lot of times like the random stuff with celebrities, I'd invite some random girl who like I wanted to impress or something. I had a friend of mine from college who he was in med school in LA, and I remember being like, "Oh, like, because people always get a kick out of it, right? Like, everyone's celebrities are kind of like zoo animals to a lot of people, right? Where it's like, oh, whoa, like this person, like you know, whatever." He, I remember he said, "If Fredo's around, I don't want to be around." I was like, "Well, like Fredo's like a nice, like Fredo's chill. He's cool. He's a nice guy. It's like he's, you know, maybe you just listen to the music too much. You think he's a, he's this demon." He's like, "Yeah, I don't want to be around if Fredo's around." I remember in 2018, I was when I started really realizing that, like, no, no 2020, I think, no, 2018. And then 2020 was when I started realizing like a lot of these rappers are actually really, really entangled in the streets. Like I had a couple of friends in Houston who, well, one friend, he got killed because he was with a guy who, he was with a guy who was like really deep in the streets and they both rapped. But the, my friend was in the car with this other guy and they both got killed. And when it happened, everyone's like, oh, like the other guy, I'll just give them fake names. Let's say my friend is, well, I can just use their name. So, and so was like my friend and was this other guy and everyone was like oh like had a bunch of money on his head like this is like a very normal it's like very casually like oh like yeah like, he had a bunch of money on his head everybody knew that they said like it was like the sky is blue and i was like like the month before that i had been i had like hung out with them i was like i didn't know that i don't know who who has a hit on them <laughs> like i'm not i'm not like plugged in but that was when i was like oh this street stuff is really serious and then in 2020 fbg duck this rapper in chicago who was like beefing with chief key from fredo and really king von and little dirks like their whole side he got shot in uh what's that really fancy the gold coast like in front of like the dolce and gabbana store i was like oh this stuff is like so it made me think oh my friend was kind of right to be like hey i don't want to be around if if fredo's around because these people were really involved in like really really serious street stuff anyway don't you have a question to ask me i do gene my question is what did you do today wow it took us to the nine the nine and a half minute mark to even get to the sort of the topic but it's okay though um so what i did today i woke up super early for like i slept pretty early and i woke up super early like i'm talking like 5 or 6 a.m and i went to the gym worked out you know i work out like every day just a habit went to the gym came back 
and I ate. I usually eat like so. I was, I was trying to. I was doing intermittent fasting when I was going through my anorexic phase. Like I started off with intermittent fasting. So like you, you wait 16 hours between your last meal and your first meal. Or, and then I did like 18 hours. And then that was when I started doing 24 and then 48. And then I did 72 once. But I like to eat. So I like to eat like maybe like two and then like eight, eight like, you know, six-ish hours apart. And but I was like so hungry because I, I woke up so early. And so I ate like 11 and maybe like three. And I was like, okay, maybe like, am I going to eat again? And I just ended up not. So maybe I'll, I'll do a 24-hour thing. But anyway, so... I had some calls, like some little work stuff. Working on this deal to purchase some, you know, with some some friends, we've been working on this deal to try and purchase a food franchise, a bunch of different things like pop, I, like Wingstop or Popeyes or churches or that type of thing, um, KFC. It's anybody's uh, guess. Yeah, anybody's guess. Could be any, doesn't even have to be chicken. Could be Burger King. Could be Taco Bell. Your people. And so <laughs> uh, I never had Taco Bell actually. And I went to the gym again later and I was like, so I tried to decide I was going to eat again, but I, I just didn't. And then we, we we texted a little bit about production stuff. I looked at some of your texts, some of your tweets that were really interesting today. And then what did we do? We, we actually recorded. Oh, I, a positive highlight. This girl that I had a huge crush on over the summer, which like, I feel like now, like, I feel like on Twitter, I'm always tweet, tweeting about like dating and love and crushes. I'm really not like this love struck person. I think it's just, I play it up for Twitter. I only have like crushes like that. And I think even when I do have one, I sort of just like, I, I like I said before, like I enjoy the idea of like being really into someone. I enjoy the performance of it almost, right? Like just sending them flowers and like, oh, they texted you and just that type of stuff. But she posted a story where she was in the gym and she just looked at, she, you know, she had like her winged eyeliner on and she had like a nice color coordinated outfit. And I sent her a voice note. I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like you're, it was on her story. And I sent her a voice note, a text. I was like, hey, you're, I just want to let you know, like your gym outfit was like a 10 out of 10. Like it's just so, you know, incredible. I didn't keep the note, which I'm a little upset about, but then she replied with her own voice note. It was really cute and really funny. And like, I feel like I'm over her, like the, the crush wise, because, you know, I, I had a new crush to like kind of get me over that, which is the uh, Eastern Catholic. But it was like, it was like nice. It was like, it was like, oh, that's like, that's really cute. She had like, a, I'll send it to you, or I guess I can screen record it, but she had like a really cute response. And so that was like a nice little, little highlight. Like it felt. That's sweet. Uh, how are things going with the girl that you want, uh, the, you went on two dates with a $24 shrimp girl? Well, let's, let's. It was a two hundred seven. It was a two hundred sixty four dollar bill, mm-hmm. and then a ten dollar service fee. So I don't want you, people to think it was just two hundred, you know, twenty four dollars shrimp. Let's just rewind a little bit. So one mm-hmm. day, walk us through it. Well, I think you know a little bit before, but so we, me and this person met at a party like about a year ago. She looked incredible. I tried to talk to her at the party. I got her, I got a lot of Instagrams that night. I like the Instagram because like I have a like I'm trying to brag. I have a good Instagram for like it's like a dating profile. It's like okay, like my Instagram looks way more lit than my actual life. Like my actual life. I go to the gym, I text you my thoughts, I text about the show, we talk about production, episode ideas. And, you know, I have some Zoom calls or maybe like some phone calls about different things I'm working on, like producing this podcast, I'm doing this transaction to buy these, ideally buy these uh, fast food places in Chicago. But my Instagram has all, you know, it's like, well, you can see it's D-S-O-N-O-I-K. It looks a lot more lit and fun. And so try to talk to her. She didn't have, she, she was dealing with someone at the time. She wasn't open to it. And then, you know, we ended up reconnecting recently. One on a date, it wasn't $200, it was 186 And then we were on a second date and it was 274 Well, 264 with a $10 surcharge for using a credit card. And they egregiously charged me $24 for shrimp because she ordered the chicken fettuccine, which was $25, which I'm not like a big money stickler, but it was just like the, the shrimp thing was crazy. And she said, hey, can I substitute chicken for shrimp? And they said yes, but then they just charged $6 per, like, per shrimp. For four shrimp. Without, without running it by you. Yeah, without running it by me. And anyway, but I, 
I realized, like I said, I have, like, I know my tricking level, right? We talked about this in the scene. I, I know my, like, and I think, you know, because of the whole Hollywood thing, like, sometimes I'm, like, I end up swimming in the same waters as the girls who date, like, the rappers and athletes and stuff. So the, the, those, those people, you know, Drake gives out Chanel like it's a hug, right? Like, you get a Chanel. You get it. I mean, if, at his birthday party, he literally raffles off Chanel, Chanel bags. And I remember one year I was very close. Like, the ticket number was, like, like one off. A friend of mine got the Chanel bag. A nice Chanel bag. But, you know, like, these people, like, they're people who, like, she's talking about her, like, the guy she dated before me and, like, his, their first date, he, they met in New York. She was in New York for, like, some friend, like, girl's trip or something, like, a friend's birthday or something. And she met this guy and she's like, hey, I'm leaving in a couple of days. And he's like, oh, let's hang out tomorrow. He sent her a black car. Which I would do something. I would do something like that. Or at least send a car. Sent her a black car. I took her shopping and, it, like, sacks. And he spent, like, three to $4,000. And it's like, sorry, like, I'm just not, not doing that. Like, I'm not, my, my tricking level is, a ten, I might, you know, maybe, maybe like a, like I, I have spent money where I've like this summer, which we can discuss some other episode. I had a fly out phase. I was like, like one week, like two weekends in a row. And then like, and then like a third weekend, maybe like a, a month later, I like flew out like a person and another person and another person. I would get the flight there and back and then a hotel. And obviously we would do stuff. You know, we'd probably go, go eat and stuff when, when they were here. Um, and each time, like, I think they would come on maybe like a, it'd be like two nights basically. So, I mean, that would cost more like a thousand, like, let's say like 15, let's say like the round trip is 400. And then the hotel, I use like hotel tonight. So it's not that bad. So maybe like the hotel's like another few hundred. Anyway, whatever. But like my tricking level, I'm like, I realized that she's, you know, I already spent $500 on her just because she liked a post and I like DM'd her and that's how we reconnected. And I was like, look, I'm just not like, I'm not, that's not my tricking level. Like what's the nicest thing a guy's got in you? Like on a first date or in general? I guess in general. It's hard to answer just because like maybe something costs more, but there's. Yeah, it's like thought. Yeah. It's like certain things have more meaning to me and sentimentality. Like, I mean. Right. Well, there was that guy who sent you, who spent like $2,000. I think he said he, maybe it was more than that on flowers, right? Like, but to, to like, he was trying to get back with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My ex did do that. I uh, spent over $2,000 on flowers. And instead, he of, did, instead of an Uber gift card, which would have Instead of an you. Uber gift card, which would have been way more practical and useful for my everyday life. But he did get me once this like Andy Kaufman. I'm a big Andy Kaufman fan. Um, he get, he got me this Andy Kaufman newspaper clipping, which I thought was so neat. He also gifted me, and this was actually the second time that we had ever met. So I thought this was a little out of the ordinary, but he did give me this Daniel Johnston sketch, which, are you familiar with Daniel Johnston? He's sort of like this naive, I, I, I think the, the oh, genre. He, he was on genre SNL, movie. right? Wasn't he on SNL? No, no, no. He's oh. a he's a musician. Who was oh, a musician, okay. and he makes sort of like night. Uh, what do they call it? Like adult alternative? No, I don't think so. But he, it's like very almost like childish music. Oh, outsider. Mm. I think outsider art would be the okay. Ad- I see, it's like like low fi sort of like like Kimia Dawson type of stuff. Yeah, of, it's, it it is sort of like Kimia Dawson, but he. I think maybe Kimia Dawson is a little bit more deliberate. I think he was just really actually kind of he. Well, he had a lot of struggles if. If anybody ever wants a documentary recommendation, I would give you the Danny, the Devil and Daniel Johnson. That's one of my favorite documentaries of all time. And he was, yeah, he was also an artist. So he did, uh, you know, drawings and, and and paintings. And he gave me an original Daniel Johnson sketch, which is, yeah, that's probably the nicest thing anybody has ever given me. But in terms of how, well, it'll probably go up in value given that Daniel is uh, has passed away and won't be creating any new art so wow. inevitably yeah it would probably go up in value but did you i don't kill think him? i would ever did you kill him? That? 
you kill him so that your art would go up in value? <laughs> oh, his death was a, kind of a long time coming. He was struggling with a lot of health issues and uh, mental health issues also. Mm. But that is probably the most thoughtful gift that I've ever received, although it's not necessarily the most expensive. But that is really, that really, you know, tugged at my heartstrings because I'm a huge Daniel Johnson fan. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Like, I've, well, so we already got off, like, me and her kind of already got, I don't want to say the wrong foot, but like, I remember like we were texting and let me just, let me just find the text, honestly. But it, like, I remember she asked me like what my hobbies were. She said hers were like shopping and like trips. And I said off the rip, I'm like, oh, I know what type of person this is, right? Let's see. We were texting and she said, um, okay, I, I posted this. She said, what are your hobbies? Oh, no. She said, you like shopping. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like we're, we're like, we haven't gone on one date yet. You like shopping? I was like, LOL, not really. He said, what are your hobbies then? And so that. And I'm like what, you, like, what do you mean, what are your hobbies then? Because, like, shopping is not, it's not like playing basketball. Like, shopping is not a hobby. It's not like. Uh, not if, I mean, if you, tr- <laughs> not, not with that like, attitude. Like, <laughs> I think shopping, shopping is a hobby. But I think more than shopping, I think loitering in stores for me is a hobby. I like to just go to stores because it gives you something to do and they let anybody in. You don't have to. Yeah. Well, you, the, you could the, just the, go to a store and touch the things and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's tough because the mall is kind of dead now. Um, like just malls um, in general. But, you know, so she's like, what are your hobbies then? I'm like, you know, working out, basketball, before I had this injury that I couldn't play for a while, or I still can't really play. And I was like, hmm, I was like, hmm good idea. I guess I meant good question. And I was like, cooking. And I said, what are yours? She said, shopping and taking trips. Cooking too. And I was like, what do you like to shop for? And like, where have you been that you like the most? And she said, clothes and handbags and shoes and stuff of that nature. And she said, probably Jamaica or Tulum. And she, so I was like, so this is a girl who's like, who's going to want you to take her shopping, take her on a bunch of trips. And it's like, I, I'm not, first of all, I can, I've been very successful in that department without doing those things, right? Like I've, I've not really had to spend a bunch to get someone to like me or to, to hook up with me. So it was already off to that type of start, but yeah, it was cool. Like we had dinner and stuff. We had, went on two dates, but I had the second one, like I just, I was like, okay, this is a person who's going to want, she's going to want me to buy her like a Dior saddlebag for our third. It's like, I don't like, I don't want to do that. She don't even like, look good, by the way. I don't yeah, like Dior I mean, yeah, I'm using that as an example. Like, I'm kind of, that's probably a dated reference. I feel like those were like popular maybe like a year and a half ago. Like, I don't know what the latest cool bag. I mean, I guess a never full is like pretty. That's a good, like listeners, you tell us like what are, what's like the cool bag these days. I don't even really know. Uh, I was like a Louis never full. I feel like is pretty year round. Uh, so I like pretty doesn't really go out of style, does it? I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. I don't. I feel like those are kind of. I don't know. Do they look yeah. good? Do people like those? Do people respect? I mean, I don't even know. know. Like. I don't know. So yeah, I think like I was just like okay, like this is a thing where like I know my tricking range. Like I, we can go to, like a, we can go to, like a nice dinner, some nice dinners. We can you know maybe I'll buy I, I could buy someone like a like a diamond tennis bracelet. Not like not like a crazy one. You know, there's something like in this like I'm a three figure tricker. I have you something know? that I'm scared to tell you. Oh wow, what? What is my it? My laptop is dying. Do you have a, do you have a charger? Yeah, I have to go oh, okay. get it. Okay, yeah, that's okay. fine. We can pause. Okay, so. Well, you don't, have to be, you don't have to be scared, Blassie. So right now, Blassie's going to get her charger because her laptop is dying. I guess I'll just talk more about tricking. Like, I, I'm i pro-tricking. I don't, I don't oppose it. But I think, you know, you have your tricking level. 